What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. We are back again, second time this week, because playoff basketball, playoff hockey, uh, and even shit in the NFL. A lot of stuff's happening, Casino. I think we might switch back to two days a week. Two. Because, yeah, if we tried to do a week, we'd be talking about, what, like four different... Or we'd be talking about seven nights of games in a two-hour like it. It just be too much. Yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. We got to be. But, uh, I mean, realistically, we should be doing this every day. But I ain't got the time for that. Yeah, I think two days is is perfect. Look at these eyes. Perfect. Look at these eyes. I ain't got the time for that. <laughs> but how we doing today, Casino? Look at these eyes. Look at these eyes. I ain't got time for that. Uh, no, I'm doing all right. Um, I uh, yeah. Uh, oh, you you asked me, so I was going to tell you, but then you just cut me off. True, yeah, true BJ form. Now I'm not. You said you're doing fine. <laughs> when people I say they're doing, to... when, when people say they're doing fine, does that mean they're really doing fine? No, but are also, doing, how are you doing? How are you doing, BJ? <laughs> I'm doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> But no, don't you hate that when you're like just in a convert, like a small talk with like either a customer or like some rando and you're just like, oh, hey, are you or like, how's it going? And if they say anything other than good, you're just like, huh, I really wish you just would have said good. Like yeah, I didn't now. Now we're now I'm screwed. Now I'm in this conversation. I don't want to be. Yeah, here. it's instant uh. regret where you're just like, now I don't I wish I didn't ask. It's yeah. but it's true. I'm fine is also one of those ones where you're just like, I could do a follow-up, but I'm just going to let it go. I'm just yep, going to let just it walk go. away. Yeah. But uh, uh, so I do want to say. We're fine. All right. <laughs> we're fine. Continuing. Uh, shout out to a show I started watching this morning, Casino. I think you would like. Uh, I yeah. want to get the word out on it because I've never. I have one friend who told me about it. I've not seen or heard anything else about it from anyone else. It is, and season two starts in like two days. It's called, it has one of the worst names for a show ever. It's called From. Okay, that's just the name of the show. From. Yeah. It's on uh, MGM Plus, which I didn't even know MGM had a streaming service. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I, I can't do it. I am not buying another <laughs> streaming service. But no, you don't have to watch it on MGM Plus. You can watch it on Amazon. They have the whole first Ooh. season for free okay. up there. I, and it's the wife called has got From, the Amazon. It's about this town where there's these like We ghouls. don't know where they're from. No, there's like these ghouls or demon kind of things that inhabit this town of regular people. And once you go into the town, you can't leave it. Okay, so like it, like ha- it, like this town traps people in it, and then the people have to stay. Uh, the second it gets dark, they have to stay in their house, and they can't look out the window because the only way these things can get you is by like you looking out the window, and they make eye contact with you, and then they like convince you to let them in. And then once you let them in, they like brutally murder you. But they look okay, like so normal it's like people. That, it's like that uh, um, the one with Sandra Bullock where her eyes are closed. and Because if you look at them, then they get in your brain and then you're dead. Yeah, but this is more like they don't like mind control you. They like look like someone you know or someone you've lost. And they're just like... No, it's really me. Like, I need your help. I need you to, like, open the door to, like, let me in kind of thing. It's like they trick you by playing on your, like, vulnerability and, like, that kind of stuff. Or, you know, if you're like, oh, my God, my wife, who I lost five years ago, is here. Like, I want to see my wife. Like, that kind of thing. It's not, like, mind control. But it's really fucking good. It's really good. I'm only two episodes in, but first two episodes, crazy shit's happening, Casino. So shout out to that random show I have nothing to do about. Uh, from, it's on Amazon Plus or MGM Plus. All the fucking pluses. I just, why don't you just say the regular name of the thing? What, what is the plus? 
I don't know. That's part of my stand-up bit. All right. <laughs> but uh, any, uh, you got anything, Casino, before we dive in sports-wise? Any shows you've been watching? No, I just rewatch all the shows that I already love. So all it is. <laughs> you do feel like a uh, doesn't really watch any new stuff guy. Oh, no, no. I watch a ton of new stuff, but it's always on in the background because I'm too busy to sit down and watch new stuff. I only get time to watch new stuff at night. So like currently yeah. I've been watching the bad batch of Mandalorian and, um, Oh my gosh. What am I blinking on the other thing? Oh, I've been into that show ghosts. The, the American remake of the British ghost. I've enjoyed I it. That show's good. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's silly sitcom, but it's fine. Um, but during like the day, um, and I'm doing stuff and you know, I'm the kid. I want her to like, play with her toys instead of like watch miss rachel or whatever and yada yada i'll put on my shows and just the background and there we go from there which yeah. happens to be kind of more star wars stuff or avatar last airbender troll hunters animated <laughs> stuff that is very good yeah uh <laughs> oh, from... I'm, I'm almost done, i'm almost done with season two of um um don't don't worry guys we'll get to sports i'm almost <laughs> done with season two of uh uh the Good Place again. Such a good, oh, good show. That's a really good show. From yeah. is not a show you can watch around children. It's very gory. No. It's very bloody. It's very fucked up. It's fucked up. And speaking but, of that, let's get into the NFL, which is gory, bloody, and really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good segue. That was our whole lab. Yeah, that was our whole elaborate scheme was to set up the NFL. <laughs> also. Shout out to Luke, who you've met a couple times. He's the yeah, one who Luke? recommended from. I figured it was either Luke or Justin. So. Yeah, it was Luke. Luke recommended it. But uh, so the NFL, do you think now that the NFL has a gambling problem? Because oh, yeah. it's now it's like everywhere and it's so fucking easy to gamble. You can literally, well, if you don't live in Vegas, you can literally just download an app and there right. you go. So here's the thing. It's easier also to get caught gambling. Yes, it's easier yeah. to well, do gambling now. Well, because you always have to put now. in your social security number. Right. But back in the day, like having bookies that were super off the grid, this and the like, it was hard for stuff. And social media wasn't as prevalent. It was, it was harder to find somebody gambling on games. I mean, I would yeah. just assume. I don't know that for a fact, but I would assume it would be harder to get um, to find somebody gambling on games. But nowadays, it's much easier. Technology, you can always, smart tech people can figure that shit out pretty easily. Um, so, no, I think it does have a gambling. I think it's always had a gambling problem, but now it's really showing its head because less. it's, it's not as easy to uh, do it without getting caught, in my opinion. Yeah. That's how well, I think and- it ironically like most things like the nfl does that thing where they're like we'll partner and be spokesman for you but we don't allow any of our players to do it so of course the past what two three years now all of a sudden every sports show on espn or fox or cbs has like the line and the over under and like the betting odds and then uh, DraftKings and right. FanDuel and all this stuff are now like and only fans partnering. And, and yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> Grinder. They're all like partnering with different sports leagues and being like, uh, oh, DraftKings, the official betting partner of the NFL. Only no one in, attached to the NFL is allowed to gamble, which is a weird fucking thing. That'd be like if we were if our main sponsor was like a strip club, but we were like, we can't go there. We're married. We can't go to the strip club, but we support it and we love it. And it's the best. And then everybody would be like, no, you don't like, it's just this weird conflict of interest. So we're talking about this because this morning there was breaking news that the NFL suspended five players. Uh, most of them apparently Lions players were the yeah, ones four who got of the caught. five. Four of the five are from the Lions. Oof, man. So and this is this is CJ, supposed to be a good bounce back year for him. Yeah, and supposed now uh, CJ Moore, Quintez Sephris. I hope I'm saying Syphilis. that guy's name right. I don't know. 
Uh, Jameson Williams, this, yeah. or no, those two I just said, and Shaka Tooney have been in ex, uh, suspended indefinitely with the minimum sentence being a year. So uh, based on what we saw with Calvin Ridley last year, the wide receiver for the Falcons, I'm assuming it's a year suspension and then they can come back next year. But at the moment, they're suspended indefinitely. Uh, and I hate that. I hate that word. Indefinitely. So do I. Because we it know it's you... not. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamison Williams is, I guess, one of the the big ones for the Lions that was suspended. He's their wide receiver. He was suspended six games because they found out he was literally betting games in the Lions facility, which I guess, but they were non-NFL games. So that's why he, the report is, that's why he was not suspended for a year. He was betting other sports. Is he not allowed to bet other sports? I guess that's what I'm saying. I don't think you're allowed, if you're in the NFL, you're not allowed to bet on anything. Which again, if you're an NFL player and you're betting on the NBA, why the fuck would that matter? Who gives a shit? But I guess they just have a sweeping no betting policy, even though all their sponsors are now fucking betting sites. Uh, But also, the last news on this is... Uh, the Lions had a bunch of staff members in various departments who also violated the gambling policy and pretty much have all been fired. And let me ask you this. Do you, you, yeah, they, yeah, they were. Um, do you think that the NFL was just, did they did a probe? Do you think we'll find out later that they just did a probe only for like the Lions? Obviously you have the Washington commanders player as well. The defensive end, um, uh, Shaka Tooney. But um, do you – it just feels like there's a lot of teams out there and all of a sudden it's just all these Lions fan or all these Lions players and um, staff. That just seems a little odd to me. I wonder if there yeah. was like a tip-off or something like, hey, look, they're doing this behind closed doors. Come and check us out. Well, it's Clean house. also it's also weird that – I mean, these – like the Jameson Williams is a big uh, – like a quote unquote big player for the lions. I believe he was one of their first round picks a couple years ago or whatever, but the other two guys, the, the other wide receivers, Seifras and the center CJ Moore, after they got suspended, the lions immediately released them. So I wonder if that was like, same with the staff members where that was like an edict from NFL, like management being like, Hmm. you need to like, get do us a solid and like make a big deal out of this by like basically being like you get suspended for this you're fucking done right but i do wonder uh because like we talked about it vegas became famous for being one of the only like two or three places in the united states where you could legally gamble right that's where we became like Sin City and all that kind of stuff. There was Atlantic City. And then all of a sudden, over the past decade, it's like, and then obviously there was, uh, you know, like uh, uh, reservations and stuff like that where you could go and gamble, but that was outside of the norm, blah, blah, blah. So over the past decade, you keep just hearing like, this state has now legalized gambling. This state legalized gambling. And then it's just slowly been where it's like, now I'm assuming most states you can gamble in, you know, like you see the DraftKings or FanDuel commercials. There's only really like five uh, states left where it like doesn't work. And we're one of them just because the casinos don't want them taking their money. So it might even be fewer, uh, you know, like actual states where you can still gamble there. You just can't use an app to do it. You have to go to like a casino or a sports book, blah, blah, blah. So with this happening casino, what is the scenario or do you think there's going to come a day where a name like let's just throw it out there because he's like the face of the NFL like there would be a time where it's like Patrick Mahomes got caught betting would they still be like you're suspended for a year like uh, that's uh I don't the know policy. um like what happens basically when it's a known player not these kind of guys who are just like oh we'll just release them uh, I think it will take longer to get the suspension down and it'll be like this whole, 
well, you can play this year, but then we'll figure out the suspension next year. We need you in the NFL. We're going to just give you a slap on the wrist kind of thing. Like, and that's, that's an issue. Um, that's just an issue in NFL altogether. Um, whenever somebody does something wrong and then all of a sudden this, and if it's a high end player, you don't get the suspension that you should, unless the NFL just hates you. Um, but no, I, I totally agree that if it was like a Patrick Mahomes or something, or let's just say, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh my gosh. Jalen hurts. There we go. That's what I was thinking. Those are his superstars. Those are the people bringing him all in all this money. Mm -hmm. There's no way that he is going to be like, oh, you're gone from this league for a year. There's no way he would do that because Roger Goodell, if we know anything about him, he wants money. He's money hungry. He doesn't care about the players. So he's going to do what's best for the NFL, which is I don't care if I gave these guys a one, two-year suspension. I'm going to give you four games because I'm going to come out and say, oh, well, it was this, it was unclear, we're not sure if you did it, but no, you did. So he would find a way, he would workshop a way. The NFL's rigged when it comes to how they treat their players. They treat people differently because they want to make more money. So yeah, no, 100% it would be different for Patrick Mahomes or a Jalen Hurts or anybody that's high up there than you know just a nonchalant bench player. Now, I was... Uh... Uh, just scrolling through Reddit looking for like the latest news on this. And I just came across this one uh, by a reporter named Pella, Pella Ciro. Unlike other NFL personnel, players are permitted to participate in sports betting, just not on NFL games and not on any sports while inside the NFL venue slash facilities. So I'm assuming that's why the Lions wide receiver only got suspended for six games because he was betting on other sports just in Lions facility, which, Mm. again, seems like a dumb rule because as a football player, aren't you like this? I know it's your workplace, but it's kind of also just like where you are all day. I don't know. That just seems... That seems ticky tacky, but it's also, I guess, just six games. If he would have got suspended a year for that, it would have been like, we're fucking joking, right? Like, right. But I guess six games, whatever. Uh, all right, Casino, you ready to start talking about the uh, playoffs? Yeah. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? How do you want to hit it? Uh, let's first talk about. So, our last episode was Tuesday. So, the Tuesday night games, uh, both in the. NHL and NBA, all of them were blowouts. There wasn't one good game Tuesday night. I don't think yeah. in either no, that's, sport. That's true. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, no, the in, only one I, I did like the Colorado Seattle matchup. Um, but with that one, with that one, it was an open goal up there at the end, but it was still just a good game. It was, it was a, it was a hard fought game, but all the others I could barely watch. I could barely watch. Yeah. They were all so boring. Uh, they were they were bad. And then I mean, the Hawks they, they Celtics. Were playoff, so they, they they were so for the NHL, they were fun games because it's playoff hockey. There's a lot of harder hits. It's faster pace, but besides that and just watching the fun of being playoff hockey, the games were not that good. All right, continue. Move over to no. your NBA. Choo-choo. Yeah, but same with same with the Tuesday games uh, in the NBA. Celtics basically blew out the Hawks. Uh, I think that series at this point is I've always thought it was going to be a sweep after the two games we've seen so far, the third ones tonight. Nothing, none of that has changed. It's going to be a sweep. Knicks Cavaliers is a series that's tied 1-1, but both games have felt like they weren't they weren't as good as I thought they would be. I don't really I think this matchup on paper is much more interesting than when they actually play. I don't know what it is about these two teams, just the styles clash for me. So I'm not enjoying it as much as I thought I would. And then Clipper Suns, it was literally just Suns being who everybody thought they would be. Russell Westbrook again 
kind of reverted back to the Russell Westbrook. He's been all season and not in game one, proving game one was kind of an anomaly. But we can start Wednesday with maybe my favorite or top three favorite NBA playoff game we've seen so far, which is Lakers-Grizzlies. The uh, Grizzlies end up pulling off what I thought was just an inc- a crazy impressive victory against Dominant. this Lakers team. Dominant. That, I mean, there was five plays where it was, oh, uh, it was uh, Schroeder on the Lakers. The Memphis Grizzlies played so fucking aggressive that it was like five plays in the in a row. Somebody tr- somebody on the Lakers. It was either. Uh, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, or Schroeder, they were trying to play like bully ball, and the Grizzlies literally just knocked them down or like mm-hmm. knocked them away or just like stood still and kind of like did the brick wall where they couldn't even move. It was like so impressive how hard hitting this basketball game was, but there was no like hard fouls which we'll get to when we talked about last night there was no nothing like egregious like the draymond green uh sabonis thing it was literally just two teams being like i'm gonna go right up the paint and the other team being like no you're not i'm gonna stop you and then they just did and it was yeah schroeder was just getting his fucking dick kicked in LeBron James was like, I'm going to go through these three guys. And the three guys were like, no, you're not. You're going to go on the ground. And then that just happened. Like it was, I don't know. I don't think the Grizzlies have a shot in this uh, series. I think this might've been, you know, they're too banged up. All the weird shit they've had this season with John, all that kind of stuff. But uh, for one game, I was really impressed with just the mood and, attitude of a team i thought was like dead in the water i mean did they you played watch really good team. game casino no i didn't um but they wa- they played a lot man eh, maybe like 10 minutes um they played a good team basketball i mean they're starting five they all were over they were all in double digits all in double digits um they all had at least one assist had at least one rebound it was just a good team basketball and i yeah. think that's where they were end up to beat the lakers was I mean, you said it was physical. I didn't get to see that much of the game, but it was just looking at the stats. It says it all from I'm a big believer in in you have to win as a team in almost almost any sport. NBA, I know, is kind of the anomaly with that. Yeah. But when you do work as a team, it does help you out tremendously and it shows. Uh, and then we could move. From and that's that without one. John Morant, you know? Yeah. Well, well, there's also that weird thing that happens with some teams. Like the Hawks are kind of like this without uh, Trey Young. And the Grizzlies are like this without uh, Morant, where their team's records are actually better with them off the court. And it's like that weird anomaly where you're like the best player on your team kind of makes your team worse which is concerning if you're either a Grizzlies fan or a Hawks fan. But next up, the game that uh, it was Heat Bucks. Bucks came back. They tied the series 1-1. I think now, especially with the Giannis injury seeming like it's not going to linger, you know, Giannis, uh, or no, I'm sorry. Giannis did not play this game. No. I was going to correct you on that, but I figured you got around to it. Yeah, but they didn't really need him because the Heat. Oh, no. I think the Heat's issue is they're okay defensively, but their offense runs through either Jimmy Butler or Tyler Hero. So if all you have to stop is uh, Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero's just out, and he's out indefinitely, pretty much, it, because I don't think the Heat are going to get through the Bucks. I think the Bucks are a better team. The Heat culture and they have more depth than the Bucks, but they just don't have firepower. I just don't know how they're going to keep up with the Bucks, even without Giannis. And then when Giannis comes back, he might even sit out this series, but I don't think they want to risk it. I think well, he'll I, be in the next. I mean, one. with Giannis, with Giannis out, you had seven players in double digits, like. 
Yeah. No, just they're they're too good. They're the number one seed for a reason. They're the, the team that you expected to win um, coming out of the East. So, no, yeah. Uh, when Giannis comes back in, that's going to – they could easily reach 150 last night. Um, or Wednesday night, not last night. Um, okay, and then so you're going there. Um, Denver doing what they're doing against Minnesota. Um, finally, finally, Denver is putting together a playoff um, playoff series. Uh, Jokic moving on. Mm-hmm. I'm just going moving on to Timberwolves Nuggets saying, Jokic, just look how great he's doing. He's finally doing something in the postseason. Granted, it's against the Timberwolves, but still. You're getting production. You might get to the next round here. It looks like you're going to. That that's some momentum you could build off of as somebody who's been struggling and a team that's been struggling in the playoffs consistently from year to year. Yeah. And then last news on the Giannis thing is it was uh I misspoke. His injury is lingering and he might not play game three. I don't think the Bucks will need him in this series, but when you get to the next round, it's gonna be you're playing either the Celtics, you're playing the Sixers, you're playing the uh Cavaliers or the Knicks. If you're playing the Knicks in New York and you don't have Giannis, like could something happen? I mean, maybe not. I think the Heat are a better team than the Knicks. But if you don't have momentum going into the second round and you don't have your best player, you have good players. I don't know if you have good enough ones to overcome a hostile New York crowd, you know, or the Sixers with how great they're playing, the Celtics with how great they're playing. Like the East is a three team race. But again, if Giannis is out, like that's going to. Uh, that's going to lose a lot of people a lot of money because if I was a betting man, I would have put all my money on the Bucks at the start of this playoffs, just kind of going right through it. And then that game one happens. That's why we don't gamble. (laughs) Yeah. But Nuggets, Timberwolves, Timberwolves are done. I think this is a sweep. The Nuggets are too good. Uh, The Joker is too good. And like... Kind of like Giannis, I I don't think they really need him to be what he is in the first round. I mean, Jamal Murray just went off this game. But they do – I am curious to see, like, this Nuggets team and Joker against a team like how the Lakers are built, where they have Anthony Davis in the paint, where he can't kind of get – the smooth transitions in the middle that he's been getting where, you know, he makes Anthony Edwards look uh, silly by doing three different, you know, where he like fakes him, he fakes him again, he steps sideways and then he kind of goes up the other way. You're not going to be able to do that. The triple (laughs) deke. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do that on a player like Anthony Davis, or honestly, if Golden State gets through the next round, you're not going to be able to do that against someone like Draymond Green because he still is so good defensively. So then it's like, can Jamal Murray keep this level of play against better teams? Like, I don't know. We've seen the Joker kind of melt down in later rounds of the playoffs. So again, the first round of the playoffs, I think those round one or those first games were kind of anomalies because now all the series have kind of shifted back to what almost everyone predicted they would be. Like we saw last night where the Suns beat the Clippers again and the Clippers had a good game, but there was never really a moment in that game where you were like, the Clippers are going to win this. Like Kawhi was still great. Russell Westbrook's reverted back to what Russell Westbrook is. If they had Paul George, I think they'd have a better shot, but they don't. And he seems like the one missing piece that would have actually let the Clippers maybe tie this series or maybe take it to seven. But I think that one's over. Celtics Hawks is over. Uh, And then casino, the, 76ers Knicks last night, 76ers uh, Nets, I'm sorry, was close. The Nets gave kind of their best shot at the Sixers. And then it wasn't Harden. It wasn't Embiid. It was Maxi 
who came down, hit a very clutch three, and then had a steal, and uh, that pretty much ended the game. But well, he had a good notes, night. He was five for eight from the three. Uh, Maxie was, was so. I mean, so you want to give the ball to him? He was the one that was. So I, mean, I wasn't surprised. I did watch most of that game. I was not surprised with how that or why that they gave him the ball at the end of the game. I mean, he led the he led the team in points. He led the team in points. He led the team in uh, field goal percentage, three pointers. Why not give him the ball? It was the hot well, hand. Well, it was and he also. Showed it was also because Harden had been ejected for the first hmm. time in his life because, which is he, hard to believe, by the way. That is crazy that this is the first time he's been ejected. And even this ejection was real ticky-tack. Like, I don't know. I've seen this play a million times. They're saying he intentionally hit the guy defending him in the nuts. I would have to... What is with basketball players and nuts, man? I mean, they're just right there. They're just right there. But uh, who is it? It was... I don't, oh man, I lost the, I can't remember the guy's name, but he kind of, Harden kind of has the ball and like flinches and then the guy kind of goes down. I don't know. I mean, Bridges, Finley Smith, Johnson, Claxton, Dinwiddie. I think it was Claxton. There it is. I think it was Claxton. Uh, But yeah, it was, uh, it was, especially in stuff we've seen in the playoffs where certain people have gotten calls, like for that to go, or like really questionable calls, for that call to go against Harden, I mean, it wasn't really like a must-win game, but it was a game that was closer, like so that could have definitely swayed it, like to give the the Nets, you know, a, a victory that maybe they didn't earn, quote-unquote, but... It ended up being the the Sixers won despite that. So I don't think it's going to be as big of a story as it would have been if, you know, they, he would have got ejected and then the Sixers would have just fallen apart and the Nets would have won. Then I think there would be more dialogue around it. Though the other interesting thing that happened two minutes into this game was Embiid got taken to the ground and then the guy who took him to the ground kind of tries to do the uh Allen Iverson Tyloo step over stare over. down thing and Joel Embiid was not having any of that and like put his leg up and kind of like kicked the guy away uh that I think he did get a foul but I was concerned if that would have been an, an ejection I think it would have been the 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 roof would have fucking came off Philadelphia, but well, yeah, yeah, I mean, but that's taunting. They say no to that, so oh no, Claxton, Claxton was the one who tried to walk over Joel Embiid, not the mm. one who got hit in the nuts. So yeah, he so Joel Embiid. He technically has more flagrant fouls than Draymond Green in half the games played and was not ejected after that groin kick. So again, I think it, I don't think Draymond Green would have gotten ejected from that one game and suspended if he wouldn't have done the shit after. If he would have done the fucking basketball player thing where you put your hands up and like look around and be like, what was I supposed to do? Like, what was I supposed to do? It was the well, antics afterwards that got him suspended. I yes, think. but I also still think that doing he he lifted up again and then pushed back down. I was fine if you pushed off. That was whatever. You know, yeah. don't grab my foot. Yeah, but don't jump up. Not so obvious. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't relift your leg up after you already have it on him and then sit back down into his chest. <laughs> whatever doesn't matter. They still won. They won the second, uh, the third game. You called that. You're right. It is. Steph went off. Oh, my gosh. Did you see that one where Steph shot? It was like half court. And he just was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to shoot it. Just, the, this game wasn't the even Warriors, fun. They're this just game was not even dip. fun. This, this was a blowout beyond reason. Yeah. And they're just a different. The, the, the shocking thing about the Golden State Warriors this year is how the anomaly in this series so far really was how good golden state played on the road in the first two games where those games were actually close against the Kings because the warriors have been damn near abysmal 
on the road this season, like abysmal. So the irony is they played two games they lost on the road and they actually looked better than most of the games they've played on the road. The But at home, they're just like a different animal. I don't think we've ever seen... Or I, I can't remember a team. There's magnets that in the ball. So... There's magnets in the ball. All this stuff. <laughs> it makes the balls go in. I don't know. It's just so like night and day difference. Like I would bet all the money I had, speaking of betting, on Golden State at home and literally not bet a penny of them on the road. Like it's just we have too much <sighs> of a sample size. It's just, and... just, just so you know, I only have the guest room till October. So you say you bet all your money all the time like either you're just really lucky or just throwing that out there so hey i did that. say the warriors they would have they would win last night's game and i think this next game is going to be similar to what we saw tonight where it's going to be like uh De'Aaron fox he, he they kind of kept him in check they kept him in check a lot more than uh, the first two games, but he still had a good game. The Kings still had a good game, and that game was never close. It never felt like the Kings had a shot to win. Sabonis so uh, made his presence felt, but again, by grabbing 16 rebounds, he had 15 points. Like, 16 you, rebounds, you can beat Golden State. Feet. Yeah. You can beat Golden State in the paint in rebounds, but you're never going to be able to outshoot Golden State, especially at home. Like you're saying, it was one of those Steph Curry nights, which he has more than any player, where it's just like half court, when he shoots up a shot, you like there's 90% chance it's going in. Like it, where it's other players where you're just like, no way that goes in. With Steph Curry, he does shots where you're just like, like any other player in the league, you'd be like, no way and fuck that's going in. But when he does it, you're like, that's in. Like it's not even right. a question. You're just like, I mean, all right. They, like, they did. They weren't that great, though, from three, man. They, I mean, they were 16. Well, that's for, because they for 50. take so many. Well, I mean, yeah, but then also the Kings, they were only 11 for 47. They actually had a worse three point percentage, but still 16 for 50. You shot 53 pointers. <laughs> yeah, that's the modern NBA for you. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the Suns Clippers. Uh, now the Suns are up 2 1. The Sacramento Kings are up to one with still another game to go in Golden State. So I think that series will even out to two Suns Clippers. I think the Suns have kind of figured out the Clippers and I'm more curious to see what they do against in the second round. So tonight we have uh, Celtics Hawks, which I think Celtics blow them out again. Maybe the Hawks can sneak one, but I don't think the Hawks have any shot. Cavaliers Knicks is going to be a game I watch, but I'm still trying to feel out even what this series is. I don't know. Uh, Nuggets Timberwolves, it's over. Nuggets, and then yeah, and then we'll talk about the rest of the games when they happen. But anything else you want to talk about in NBA Casino, or can we move to NHL? Yeah, we can move to NHL. I didn't pay much attention to the NBA. I'll be honest. I tried. I tried. I mean, the There's games just... weren't that good. So... There wasn't really any good games. Hmm. Well, the thing at, at my place of work, more people come in outside of being a Lakers Lakers fans because there's a lot of Lakers fans here now um, in Vegas. But thank you of that, for reminding me. The yeah, before, let's the, oh, oh, is this a rant? Uh, this is a tiny rant because <clears throat> uh, we've Fuck talked the about the we've talked about the scheduling right of like the NHL and NBA. Uh, where they're putting so many fucking games in like a four hour window. It's like really fucking annoying. So in order for that to happen last night, they had the uh, Suns Clippers on NBA TV. And then on TNT, they had the two other games, right? So they had Golden State and uh, the Kings, and then they have the Sixers and Nets. So Sixers and Nets was alone by itself. And then Clip or uh, uh, Golden State Warriors Kings started at seven, our time, West Coast time. And then they started Suns Clippers an hour later, right? To kind of offset those games starting against each other. So when Golden State Stop. 
and the Kings were a blowout, I was like, oh, I'm going to switch over to NBA TV and watch Clippers Suns. Guess why I couldn't casino? The entire bar said no. No, because they blacked out the game on fucking NBA TV because we're in that area. So in Las Vegas, the games that get blacked out are Lakers, Clippers, Kings, uh, Suns. So we get four of those, two, two of those teams 10 hours away from us. Like it's like Golden State and the Kings are like a 10-hour drive from Vegas. Arizona's five, and then Clippers and Lakers are like four. Or no, probably Arizona's four as well. So an NBA playoff game, because it was not on national television and it was on NBA TV, was blacked out in our area. Why? Why are we getting fucking blacked out playoff games? Like that, but money doesn't even make sense. It's like, I can't even, I uh, I have NBA League Pass. It doesn't even show it live on NBA League Pass. I had to watch it when I got home on the replay because oh, even dude, well, live that, I mean... for a service I pay for, I can't watch it live. Like a playoff game. What the fuck are we doing? What what are oh, we no, even I doing? Mean, no, and it's it's absolutely awful. I mean, I I abs- I can't stand that. So like go for like the NFL for instance. I got this is the first year I did the um NFL Sunday ticket thing. It it was on DirecTV, they're switching it over and doing something different, but I struggled because there was games that I wanted to watch that I couldn't watch on the NFL Sunday ticket because they were playing on my my TV or they're playing locally on, I don't yeah. have I don't have cable I, it's too expensive cable's outrageously expensive so I was like okay you know I'll get this and I watched a lot of it on red zone but it's still just the whole TV rights thing the whole the it's it, fucking money dumb. grubby thing it's dumb people want to watch why not let them watch? Because you want the extra dollar, like ten dollars, for somebody to download your app. Well, if you get yeah. enough people to do that, there's your money, and it's all about well, fucking money. But it's then it's it. the thing where, like you said, and like I just said, we both already pay for the app services. We already pay for the thing those two separate leagues want us to pay for, and then we still can't watch the games. Like, why? What more do you, you're basically forcing your customers who bought the shit you wanted them to buy to illegally pirate your games because you're making it impossible for us to watch the games we want to watch, even though we pay for your service. Like what a fucking, like what fucking idiots these fucking sports leagues are like, oh, we're in Vegas. So we're going to block out all Northern California, Arizona, and Southern California games. So me living in Vegas, you want me to drive to 41 Lakers, Clippers, uh, Kings, Golden State Warriors, and Phoenix Suns games. That's what you're telling me. Like, yeah, that's a real fucking reasonable request, you fucking idiots. Whoever came up with that whole thing, fucking idiots. Idiots, Casino. Now, please. That just reminded me last night when I was trying to watch the better game of the two, I couldn't because there's no reason like it's fucking dumb. Okay. Rant over. Now we can go to the NHL. I appreciate the rant. I always love your rants. They make me happy. They make me happy. Um, All right. So rolling into NHL um, things are, this is a high scoring. If you're the owner of the NHL, if you are, fans that just like high scoring games this is the season for you there it's these games are absolutely outrageously outrageously high um so tuesday I mean, night bet the uh, over in all these oh all so these. far yeah um so tuesday was the second night and every home team got blown out every team home team lost tuesday night which put out of the first game out of the eight um, first game of the eight different series, six road teams won. Absolutely crazy. Um, New uh, New York 
Rangers versus the New Jersey Devils. 5-1, the Rangers absolutely handled the Devils. Um, the Devils have been good all year. Uh, this is a three versus five seed. Devils been the three. So you kind of expected they were on home ice. Rangers went in there, smoked them. Tampa Bay went into Toronto and absolutely smoked them. I mean, yes, if you're not, if you're just a casual hockey fan, you've heard Tampa Bay a lot. They've won a lot of cups recently, but they've moved some players around. Other teams have gotten really, really good. And, you know, it's just hard to sustain that top tier of excellence. So Toronto's actually supposed to win this series, even though it's a six seed with Tampa and a four seed with Toronto. Uh, Toronto should win this series. That's who everybody's picking to win this series. Um, but Toronto's does what Toronto does. They always flop in the playoffs. Uh, so they got absolutely smoked 7-3 in that first game, just completely throttled. Um, Seattle, Colorado, that was the only interesting game really going on there. Uh, I've actually called this, and we'll get into where their their standings are now in a minute. But Seattle scared me. I did not. I don't want to see Seattle. That's why the last two games of the mm-hmm. Golden Knights regular season, and we had to win them to win the Pacific and to win the West. I was like, I'm scared of playing these this team for the last two games. And they're like, people, are like, yeah, why? You know, whatever. Because they have a high scoring offense and they're fast. They are f- absolutely ridiculously fast. And look what they're doing to the Cup uh, cup winners from last year, um, throttled them 3-1. Not really that bad. That was the only interesting game that night because Vegas, Winnipeg Jets. This is the worst game. I've watched almost every Vegas game since they became a team. And this yeah. is the worst, I would say top five worst games I've ever seen the Golden Knights play in franchise history. They were yeah. flat. They couldn't keep the stick, uh, the puck up there. They couldn't win a face-off to save their damn lives. Um, just a really, really bad game. And the Jets I, just took it to them on home ice, 5-1. I watched this I watched this whole game, and this game was oddly and eerily similar to the Lakers-Grizzly uh, game we were talking about earlier, where it was just like the physicality, and they were just getting pushed all around the ice, and there was never one second where you were like, the Knights got this. You were just like, throughout the whole game, it was almost that thing where it was just like, how many fucking goals are the Knights going to lose this game by? Like, that was that was brutal. Right. That was a brutal And and, and you know what? The, 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 the crazy thing that I'm looking at it is it shows face-off wins. The Knights actually had a better percentage, but it did not show it because in the key moments, it, never felt like it did not. Yeah. It never felt like it. In the moments where you needed to win – on when they're on a power play you need to win that and get it out of your zone they didn't goal so like on the important ones they weren't doing it all right we're back a little bit of te- technical difficulties um that we got this resolved, time it was me but... this, this was my, <laughs> yeah. my toaster this time and i got a piece of pizza we're good now but oh, that's what i have for lunch of... wonderful <laughs> we were speaking about the Golden Knights game casino. Uh, yeah, before I want to talk on. about the fucking crazy, crazy injury that happened in this game. Oh yeah, so it was it was in the first and uh, just absolute dog pile, um, puck scramble. It was it was a great save by uh, Amadio on the back end. Um, their player comes around, tries to dish it in, and then it's just a shit show in front of the net. Everybody's diving on top of everybody. Uh, the Vegas goalie, Leonard Brossois, uh, somehow sees the puck. I couldn't see the puck from every angle they they had it. He dove back onto the pile, grabbed the puck, but in doing so, another player came down as his skate was lifting up, um, which is uh, Barron, by the way. Oh, sorry, I had it up here. Do-do-do-do. Morgan Barron. And... He gets hit from behind from uh, Chandler Stevenson, the Vegas guy, pushed him like onto the pile. But as soon as Stevenson hit him, he realized what was happening. And there's a great picture of them, though, where Stevenson's like pulling him back up, looking at his face, making sure he's okay. Um, yeah, so that was skate right across the eye, and or not across the eye, right next to the eye, 75 stitches right next to the eye. If you've not watched it and you're okay with being gruesome, go check it out. It was just, there's a very close-up view where you see blood already coming down the skate while the skate's in his face. It's, the photography 
skills of this was fantastic for somebody to get that while the skates in his in his skin with blood coming down the skate they're already showing it and then um, this fucking guy comes back because into he's the a game. hockey player 75 he's not a stitches sissy, sissy Dear basketball Lord. player he's not a little <laughs> little baby baby back bitch he came back 75 stitches they just stitched him up threw a helmet back on him a full face guard and he went back out and played because Your that's a hockey wins player. The game five to one, guy. Just you're fine. Well, like, at that, take well, it at, that at that point, it wasn't. At that point, it was only a one point game. You never know. <sighs> and so he came back on. But hockey players don't think like that. Hockey players they want to play. Um. So I mean, I I was, was going to get into this a little after, but perfect example. Last night happens to be the same two teams. Um. Vegas takes a shot on a power play. And it hits Connor Hellebuck right in the uh, face mask. And he's like slow. He takes off his mask and waves the ref over, which the ref does not have to call it unless it's clearly off. It's to the ref's discretion. But the ref clearly saw that it smoked him square in the face at like 90 miles an hour. And the helmet rickled and he, he was in, he was not feeling great. So when he took his helmet off, all of a sudden you just see bloop coming down his face. And it's because the puck hit his helmet so hard, even with all the padding in it, it still cut him. So what does he do? He probably needed stitches, but they just went over to the bench. They wiped it off and threw a bandage about this big over his face because there was only like a couple minutes left in the period. But they threw just a giant bandage over his face and threw him back out there. He put his helmet back on and continued playing, even though he just took a puck to the face and started bleeding through his helmet. So... Hockey players are built differently. I love hockey. They're actual real men. I couldn't do it. I, I'd cry like a baby back bitch and get kicked out. Um, so now moving on to Wednesday, um, things were a little bit better here. We're still high scoring. Um, oh, but also, oh, no, yeah, go on this one. This one was a fantastic day. No, why am I totally blanking here? Oh, yes, because that was a previous game. Um, Carolina. They're doing what they're doing at home. I figured, like I said earlier in episodes, where I was thinking Carolina could be the team to knock down the Bruins. Well, they're doing great. They're 2-0 and against the Islanders. They took care of home ice, but this was a closer game. It was 4-3. But now they, they go to New York for two. We'll see how that plays on out. Um, Boston, the undefeatable Boston. They got beat by the Panthers, and not in just like small fashion. They got absolutely worked, absolutely worked by Florida Panthers. Um, they ended up being three six. So a lot of people are like, oh no, they lost home ice advantage. Brewer can be able to do this. A lot of people expected the sweep, so that's why a lot of people are concerned. Is because they expected the Bruins to sweep. They are like, oh no, it's they're chinking the armor. I expect them to get through the Panthers, but I did bring up it would be tough for this team, this Bruins team, to they're used to playing teams where they're not playing on back to back. And now that they're going to play back to back, coaches and teams and players might figure them out. Um, do I still think they get past the first round against uh, the Panthers? Yes. Do I see them getting past the second round against either the Lightning or the Leafs? Possibly, yes. I think it's really going to come down to the Eastern Conference Finals because I think the Canes are just going to roll right through. I think it's their their biggest chance of losing is going to be versus the Canes in the Eastern Conference Final. That's my take on it. And with the throttling that Florida gave him, I really – it almost proves my point. I don't think this was an anomaly that Boston, when they start to play teams if in a series, teams will figure them out. They are pro players for a reason. And this year – the top three teams in every division, and I know the Panthers are a wild card, but everybody who's made the playoffs deserved to be in the playoffs this year. And the teams that barely missed the playoffs probably deserve to be in the playoffs this year. This is one of the most exciting years of hockey that I've watched, and I've been watching hockey for over 20 years, that I can remember. This is a very exciting playoffs. It feels like it could go any way. Every team is just kicking, kicking ass, scoring a lot of points. Um, so kind of, and this was this, the, the Panthers Bruins game where the Panthers beat them six, three, that was probably Mm. my favorite game I've watched in the NHL playoffs. That wasn't close. 
Like this mm. was a fun blowout because it was like you expect it to go the other way, but then when it's happening, you're like, how are the Panthers doing this? Like that was, and That's then fair. you also never felt like Boston couldn't just immediately score three goals and be right back in it. Like it was, That's fair. that was exciting. My favorite, my favorite blowout, game of that was this, a good game. My favorite game of the NHL playoffs so far is that first game against Minnesota Dallas that went into double OT, not just because yeah. it went into double OT, but it was a hard well, hitting game. Said, like first game that was got it close. Like you got it. Yeah, well, that was it was, it was that, that that was by far the best game because it was the most hard hitting. I mean, Pavelski got absolutely rocked. He's out for how who knows how long right now. So yeah, um, and so yeah, uh, then the Edmonton did get back with LA. LA did not be able to pull off this amazing comeback like they did in Game One. Kind of what everybody expected. Edmonton's just going to score too many points on LA, and there we're at. The surprise for me was Dallas coming out and whooping on Minnesota the way they did. Um, nothing against Pete DeBoer, uh, but when players get injured, I saw it firsthand with the Knights. It seemed like he had trouble. It seemed like he had trouble figuring out lines and putting people together. Maybe he just had trouble with doing it with the Knights players when he was there. But he did really well with the Dallas players with Pavelski out and moved some pieces around, and they absolutely dominated seven three against Minnesota. Um, Flurry did not look good in net, and people still question why Vegas got rid of him. There we go. There. Uh, well, not most so, people, just most people we know who talk hockey casino. Yeah, Shout out to Keaton. Keaton, hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going? <laughs> um, but and then a, going into game two for the second half of the four different games, Toronto showed up. They did what they expected to do against Tampa in the first game, which I thought they would do. 7-2. Yes, Tampa still has home home ice advantage, but I think Toronto will snap this out, get back into get back into the lead. I think they'll still game three um here. Ooh. This is this Sorry. is my pick who I think wins it all this year, Casino. I'm picking Maple Leafs. From the two no. games I've seen them play, I think they got it. I think they're doing no. it. No, they lost their first game. No, I don't think it. No, maybe I know, but even in loss, this is my pick. No, dude, Maple they've Leafs. that's fine. Book it. If that's the case, yeah, Toronto will burn to the ground. So go visit it now, because they would lose their absolute mind. They've been chasing this cup for way too damn long. Um, the Rangers, Patrick Kane had an absolute stellar, stellar of a night. Ooh, sorry, I'm having some heartburn tonight or today. You too much. Uh, King comes out. He has a goal and two assists. This is why he was the hot ticket come deadline. Is why you wanted him. Patrick Kane just dominated the Devils. He all yes, all the other players had really good games. Um, he only scored one of their five goals, but he had two assists. But his puck possession, the way he distributed the puck, the way he took over the game. This is why you get Patrick Kane. This is why you spent as much money and you went out as much as you could to grab Patrick Kane. It's because he is one of the best players in the NHL, especially the one that was up for grabs come trade deadline. And now they're going back to New York, to Madison Square Garden, and New Jersey Devils are down two in the series. Does not look good for them. Um, Colorado, Seattle, really hard-fought game. Seattle was in the lead for... The majority of it and Colorado comes back. They're showing why they're the Stanley Cup champions last year. I'm expecting that series. I'm expecting honestly all of these Western Conference series to go six games, if not seven. One hundred percent. They're these teams are all so equal. It's all the way down to the Jets, all the way down to the eight seed that were the Knights are playing. This is so tough to pick a team coming out of the West. Um, that's why if I was a East team, I would be worried. Even if you are the Bruins or the Canes, I would be worried to play the West because the West aren't playing teams that are going to just blow out. The West are playing very tough hockey teams and they're going to be doing it the entire time going into the cup final. I would be be scared to play. Yep. I exactly. I would be scared to play any of these teams in the West. If you're coming out of the East. Um, and then that leads last one to Vegas, Winnipeg last night. Absolutely fun game. I will be honest, when Winnipeg went up when Winnipeg went up and scored, I was like, well, shit. Here we go. We're going to get swept. And 
I wasn't trying to be just a Debbie Downer fan like I normally am with with my teams. I'm not an optimistic fan. Never am. I'm always the first one to say in like my Patriots group chat when they lose their first game, well, there goes the season. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Just you and shot. I are very similar in those senses. Yeah. But, and yeah. last night I kind of did the same thing, but I truly felt it not just being, wasn't just trying to be a silly fan. I really thought they were done. I, I thought they were done because I was hoping they would come out and they had a jump in their step. Yes. You, a lot of players came back on that first game. Um, that were coming off the injury list, which you're excited for, especially the captain, Mark Stone. Uh, White Cloud came back from injury. Theodore had only played two games in the regular season before started playoffs after coming back from an injury. People were injured and shuffled up. So I was hoping that you that was just a bad game on the first game and they were going to snap out of it. That first period of last night's game looked the exact same way. So I was very worried about that. Um, but they they had a penalty kill. William Carlson gets the gets the goal. It ties it up. They seem to have a jump in their step. And by the end of the game, Mark Stone looked great in the third period. Not so good in the first two. But Mark Stone, for him, I this is where I think the turning point is for Vegas and why I think now they're gonna put still probably go six games. I think Winnipeg will still win one, maybe even seven but why the Knights are going to play better hockey moving forward. And I know I'm talking about the Knights more than the other teams, but this, a lot of analysts think this is the one series that's going to go seven games out of the majority of the games. Mm -hmm. Um, Jack Eichel finally got his first playoff goal in his second playoff career uh, game. The monkey's off his back. He's got a goal. He's got two games under him now in the playoffs. I think now he settles down and he actually plays Jack Eichel hockey. Um, And Mark Stone, getting him back in the fold, getting the monkey off his back of coming back and monkey off his back is Chandler Stevenson because that dude about snapped. Mark Stone's had two back surgeries in a year, so it's smart to just jump on his back for the celly. Fucking idiot. Anyway, (laughs) but anyway. Hey, it's still better than a skate to the face. Yes, Uh, but he did put two in, and he did it in really good fashion. So now that you have your star player, your captain, both scoring, and one of your misfits from the misfit line, which is we call them the misfits here in Vegas because they were part of the original uh, Vegas group that played really well together with Marceau, Carlson, and Smith. But you're getting production, so I think Vegas is now going to figure it out. And remember, I did pick – not being biased, but I did pick Vegas to at least go to the Western Conference Finals. And we'll see how that plays out from there. But I like that all their players are coming back and the players that are did come back started to look good. So yeah, that's kind of what I've got for hockey. Um, well, a lot, and of I'll fighting, tell you what- a lot of fighting, a lot of ejections from every single team. And I'm very happy with this because this is playoff hockey. And yeah. the teams, when you get a team... When it's a close game, you don't see a lot of fights. Typically, when it's a blowout, you see a lot of fights. And there's been a <laughs> lot of blowouts this, this season. And there has been a lot of fights. And it has been fantastic. Yeah. So, and I if, think you in watch, terms... if you want to watch fighting, just watch hockey playoffs. <laughs> well, especially greatest. tonight, because... Uh, for playoff Friday, I just said none of the, the NBA games really interest me. So it's a hockey night tonight because Hurricanes Islanders uh, is a good series. Bruins Panthers I want to see, especially after that last game. Stars Wild might be the best first round matchup that's going on right now. Oh, I think so. 100%. So I think those three first ones are all must watch. And then you got Oilers Kings to kind of like end the night. So. It's a hockey night tonight, Casino. And not our oh, yeah. team isn't even playing. Just these games are good. Uh, but, yeah. So, do we have anything else you want to talk about no. before we get out of here? Can we call it? I think we can call it. This has been kind of a, a rough one. A rough one. We've had a, both technical yeah. difficulties. Mine with my my toaster, which, hey, if you want to sponsor, we've talked about this. You could buy me a new <laughs> book. You could buy me a new iMac book, Macintosh book books hardback I'll get books. apple on i don't know what, whatever whatever this I'll, is yeah i'll get it i'll I'm get not an apple, apple guy 
but I'll get just... Google. We'll get well. There you go. We'll get Samsung Galaxy. Whatever. Whoever wants. To, we'll get Mint Mobile. We'll call up Ryan I mean, Reynolds. Every time he's interested. Yeah. Every time I look down, I just see Windows Seven here on my computer, <laughs> like the little tag that's like emblem that's yeah. like stuck on the laptop, and I just start laughing. I'm running off of Windows <laughs> Seven, everybody. Uh, I mean, good year, great year. Uh, this has been the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. We'll be back two times next week to uh, continue talking about a pretty fun playoffs uh, so far, both in the NBA and NHL. So, yeah. Uh, you got anything else to add to the people to see? No. <laughs> and this is <laughs> the only sports podcast. I, I love it. <laughs>